decoding enlightenment. A controversial topic, but discussed everywhere. Very confusing also. And would like to differentiate it from another enlightenment which was described in Europe. Age of enlightenment which happened 300 years ago. And that enlightenment is connected with intellect, logic, reason. So it's very limited. Of course, that part is also a component of overall enlightenment. But we are going to talk about a different enlightenment, which integrate includes that European enlightenment, but goes beyond it. And why to, why to talk about it? Because millions of people all over the world striving for it. They spend lifetime to become enlightened. Thousands of books are written about it. There are hundreds of gurus and teachers all over the world. Some promise very quick enlightenment and some not so very quick. Retreats, seminars, courses, programs, reading groups, religions in last 10,000 years. So many religions were created. Churches, temples, you name it. It is a huge edifice. People seeking enlightenment. But let's go into the word enlightenment. So we become clear. Because that will put everything in perspective. The central word in enlightenment is light. So enlightenment means when we are filled with light. But is it, is it the light created by electricity or fire or sun? Or is it different kind of light? And that light actually we use in temples, in churches, during worship. What that light represents? It represents consciousness. Because if we really look into the light, the supreme light is consciousness. How? If the sun is shining bright, 
if I'm not conscious, then there is no light. If sun is shining, even if my eyes are okay, but I'm not conscious, still I can't see anything. If sun is shining, my eyes are okay, or even that part of the brain is functioning, which is responsible for the visual perception. But if I'm not conscious, I won't perceive anything. That is why sun, the light, the eyes, or even part of the brain, which is connected with seeing, are functioning, but if I'm not conscious, everything is dark. But if I'm conscious, even if sun is not shining, I'm blind and that part of the brain, which is responsible for seeing, is not there, still I will able to feel, perceive this world through consciousness. As we know, many people are blind and we are dark in the night and sometimes the stroke happened uh, to the posterior part of the brain where visual sense is gone, but still I can perceive and function in the world. So we have to understand consciousness is the light. Enlightenment means becoming more and more conscious because enlightenment is not a point. It is a process. It is just like a pilgrimage. If I go on pilgrimage in Himalayas and I'm traveling, there are so many beautiful places before I reach my destination. And they are wonderful. So we have to understand this process of becoming more and more conscious is not a point. Why I'm emphasizing that all of you, including me, are enlightened. Why? Because we are conscious. But maybe we have to increase our consciousness. That's a different matter. But we are at a certain milestone and stage. And again, why I'm emphasizing? Because a guru will like to claim that his or her enlightenment is the real enlightenment. Why? Because we are seeking followers. We are seeking disciple. We are seeking power, money through others. And I'm not denying that guru is not enlightened. But even that guru is at a particular point. Because first and most important thing on this path is not to worship any human. If we do that, if we surrender to any other human, we will never reach our goal.
If we surrender to any philosophy, any teaching, no matter how beautiful it is, we are not going to reach. And I'll explain why. Because this is the path of aloneness. We cannot become enlightened in masses, crowd. Crowd is wonderful to share, but it is a path of absolute aloneness. Just like love, making love. Can we make love through an interpreter? Hard to imagine. That would be very strange. That is how we cannot become enlightened through an agent, through a book. It has to be direct meeting. Meeting with whom? With myself. So first thing, the consciousness. Increasing consciousness. But why we want to increase this consciousness? Because something in us is hidden from us. And there is an the impulse to know more and more. Because when we were born, we were born with fully active body and its energy. But as we got educated, became socialized, attained a culture, wanted to function in the world, we took an identity, borrowed identity from outside in order to, to get a job, to create relationship, to live comfortably, to move in a society. And we took that identity and that identity is very important because we cannot reject it. But what happened, that identity became so strong, so opaque that we forgot there was a living organism, something very vital in us we forgot about. And that living something in us is constantly sending impulses. So that is why we cannot rest. No matter what we achieve in external world, there is a restlessness. So what we do, of course, we indulge into a million things. So we'll be so distracted that we won't have any time to pay attention to it. Something living in us. And that living in us is nothing mysterious. It is our body and its life energy, which we share with all living beings. And that is constantly troubling us. And animals don't have that problem because they are unconflicted. Nature takes care of them and they function as one unit. But in us, these multi-layers are fighting with each other. So that is why more and more consciousness of what is there, what is veiled, what is hidden in us. So now what we do, or what many people do, we go to different traditions, different religion, different teachers. In the beginning, that is all very beautiful. 
because they have their place. So we can't reject their all. Only problem is after the initial introduction, if we continue, then another confusion and chaos is created. So in the beginning, it was our identity, our worldly existence and worldly life plus that inner impulse of life in us. They were fighting with each other, but now there is a third fight. Through all kinds of things which created holy scripture, systems, all kinds of philosophies. So now it's a triangular fight. Why? Inside me, my life is trying to tell me to live according to it. And that is where we experience flow. We are aligned with our life. And during that process, our fear and guilt and sorrow, they disappear. You can study, because it's a very well-studied phenomena uh, called flow, under flow psychology. Very simple. That is what inner life wants. But my identity, my world outside me, it may be my family, it may be my wife, husband, my employer, my parents, my relative. They want something different. So that is the first conflict. So my body and its energy want one rhythm, but the, the word outside me wants a different rhythm. So there is a conflict. Now, once I take these philosophy and religions and systems from outside, now they want their own rhythm to be imposed on me. So somebody will say, wake up at four o'clock. Somebody say, do fasting. Somebody will say, eat vegan food, vegetarian food. Somebody will say, meditate for four hours, do this yoga. And this yoga, I'm getting injured, but nonetheless, it is necessary. Somebody will say, do the prayer. So now there is a more and more conflict. And that is how many people spend their lifetime. They cannot figure it out. World wants their pound of flesh. And then all these systems want their pound of flesh. And we are caught in this conflict. And still, enlightenment is a very valid goal. Because I want to know about myself. So, what can be done? Many people simply surrender. They say, I can't figure it out. Because there is such a huge mass of knowledge, as I said, hundreds and thousands of books and systems and teachers. You keep on exploring them. And even a lifetime is not enough. So what I'm supposed to do 
I have to come back to the original religion, original scripture, original discipline, original flow, original book. And that is the book of my own life. Because all this which we created outside ultimately comes from life. Life which according to scientists is 13.8 billion years old. Because that is where universe emerged. This is the most ancient And as I said, there is no harm in learning in the beginning, but very quickly I have to move to myself. And for that, we need extraordinary sensitivity. Because what happened in this process of living in the world and searching, we became sensitive to a million things, but we lost sensitivity to this most beautiful and living entity, what we call body, body's intelligence, and body's life energy. So when I talk about body, please don't take just body as a physical frame. Body has its own beautiful intelligence, its own emotions and feeling, and even some thinking process. But that is completely overshadowed by the knowledge which is coming from outside. So my body is saying, listen, you have to eat breakfast at nine o'clock. But house rule is by 7.30, breakfast should be over. Body says, you must go to bed at 11 o'clock. No, nine o'clock is the time. Dinner time is seven o'clock. Body say, no, I want to eat at six o'clock because that is the body's uniqueness. So that is why I'm saying we need extraordinary sensitivity. By becoming conscious of this most innocent organism, the body, which we share with animals. Of course, when we have animals, even their lives are changed. They are very humanized. But that's okay. We can't help because ours is urban landscape and we cannot do in any other way. So, this sensitivity, watching this body, feeling this body, seeing this body, its energy, its intelligence, with that sensitivity of an artist, a creator. Because what is the difference between ordinary perception and a creative person? There is an extraordinary sensitivity. Because that sensitivity washes away the dullness, the muteness which happened over the decades. And once we become sensitive and watch and feel this, our consciousness will expand and that consciousness won't be of knowledge, 
it will be of knowing a very active process. And as we will go deeper into it, what we will find, an inner discipline will emerge. Because either we can bring the discipline from outside, which in 99% cases doesn't work. We feel guilty about it. I'm not following this. I'm not following that. Here, this life within me is a guru, is a teacher. It will tell exactly what to do. So what happens in this case? I become my own disciple. I am the guru. I am the disciple. That is why this whole process is called self-realization, self-actualization. It is not the actualization of Buddhism or Hinduism or Christianity or this and that. Self-realization. So in this extraordinary sensitivity of observing, of feeling myself, paying attention when I'm doing daily activities of the life, will unveil that marvelous intelligence, that marvelous life energy. The only living entity with us. All books, all scriptures, no matter how beautiful they are, they are all dead, dead words. They may inspire us and that's a great idea. But nonetheless, only living scripture, only living book is the book of this life. So that will start a different process of enlightenment, consciousness about this whole life energy, that wonderful intelligence, which is the part of universal intelligence. Not in a metaphysical way, not in a mystical way, not supernatural, because nowadays there is a fashion also, books are written, super gene, super brain, meta humans, magnificent you, not realizing there is nothing super. I think these uh, books and, and uh, talks are inspired by uh, the Superman and Superman uh, women movies, because there are too many movies nowadays, as you saw, you know, uh, see, uh, they produce in the last 20 years, there is a barrage of them, all kinds of super. It feels very exciting, but there is nothing super about it. There's nothing mystical about it. It is so tangible. It is so biological. It is so physical. It is so natural. If we could connect to it. And we will break the barrier. Because the beauty of consciousness is, which is enlightenment, that whenever it looks at something, it breaks the barrier. Because we become aware what is going on. And that awareness becomes like a flame. It burns everything. It releases that extraordinary energy in us. And that is the beginning of 
enlightenment. And very little is needed because we are always with this body 24 hours. And I'm not saying we must leave our belief or religion or anything. Yeah, they can continue, continue because they have psychotherapeutic value. God is the best psychotherapist. Free, available 24 hours. You can call on it anytime and there is no harm. Goddesses, angels, guardians, all we can continue because I said psychotherapeutic value. When we are alone, when we are lonely, when we are in sorrow and pain, they can help. But we have to understand that those are merely our thought forms. They are the part of our mind. Essential in the beginning or even later. But nonetheless, unless we come to this life. Because life has two components. One is consciousness and second is energy. You take any life form in this universe, in this world and nature, they are made up of two. Consciousness and energy. And both are here in this organism. And as you move deeper, gradually all that knowledge will fall away, strip away. You don't need it. Because this life energy will shatter all those patterns, all those links which were imposed. And we allow them to impose because it was necessary. Because in fear and sorrow and guilt, where we should go? So we naturally grab it. It was okay. But did that serve the real purpose, real goal? Did we progress? Did we evolve? If we ask that question, I think it will clarify. And then we have to come to this living organism. So enlightenment is not about accumulating more knowledge, more practice, more scripture, more teachers. It is to become friendly with this body, its intelligence and its life energy. And one day will come, we will merge with it. And it will simply expand as a tangible biological force. And that is the true meaning of yoga. Union. Union. Uniting with myself. Not something out there. That is what enlightenment is all about from somatofulness point of view.